So that's how Atlanta Dispatch got started. That's fascinating. And it's so, you know, so great to hear um, that this community really rallied around you, which is what one of the things I tell all my friends, you know, who don't work in, in trucking and logistics, um, just how supportive this community really is. Um, and so I think the fact that they were able to support you on your journey, I, I, I think you speak a lot for so many uh, right now in the industry who are really sort of flexing their entrepreneurial muscle, so to speak. Welcome to Stream, a trucktractortrailer.com production. My name is Zach Miller. I'm your host, and I'm really excited today to be joined by uh, Jory Myers, who is the owner of Atlanta Dispatch. Jory, welcome. Thank you so much for joining us today. Hey, thank you so much, brother. I'm, I'm very excited to be here, and I appreciate the time. Of course, anytime. And, and so let's sort of get into this. Um, how long has Atlanta Dispatch uh, been in business? And, and you know... Tell us the story. When did you start it? Um, Why did you start it? And sort of where where are you guys uh, sitting right now? All right. Well, thank you so much for again for having me on and for the question. So Atlanta Dispatch was uh, started back in January of 2021. And essentially, it was born out of my need to be able to control my destiny uh, financially. You know, uh, had moved in with my then girlfriend, now wife. And, uh, you know, the pandemic had happened and uh, the job that I had before seemed like it might have gotten a little shaky uh, in the sense of I was dispatching for a corporation. Uh, I was dispatching 13 of the best drivers you can imagine, you know, very professional bunch, Mm -hmm. Uh, you know, never an issue. Uh, Everybody did exactly what they needed to do, what you would want a, a company driver to do. And when the pandemic hit, uh, you know, what was that? March 2020. Uh, they got fired. Yeah, they got fired within like two weeks. And, um, you know, and like I said, very professional, some of the greatest uh, group of guys and gals I had ever met. And uh, with them being fired, you know, me as their dispatcher, I said, man, well, <laughs> you know, I got to be able to protect my, you know, my income, my the way that I'm paying bills and, you know, trying to uh, create a life over here. And uh, with that came, you know, just a lot of like just focused energy concentration as to what can I do to create streams of income uh, outside of a corporate environment. And uh, You know, with that, I was introduced to an app called Clubhouse. If you guys have heard of it. I remember Clubhouse. I remember using Clubhouse in the beginning of the pandemic, actually. Yeah, exactly. So I guess that's when it was like, you know, it it, it caught like wildfire. And, uh, you know, thankfully, I was in a spot to be able to be early and early adopter and create a group that was geared towards transportation and logistics. That's the name of the group on Clubhouse. Um, You know, we've had a a good amount of uh, press about it, uh, about 27,000 members to date. And, uh, you know, the whole point was just being able to connect with like-minded individuals. And due to the pandemic happening at that time, there were a lot of folks saying, I need to transition to being an entrepreneur. And, you know, the culture said, you know what? 
we're going to share our experiences and our game. And, uh, you know, it was through that platform that I was blessed enough to be able to meet enough people who were doing dispatching uh, as entrepreneurs versus, you know, under a corporation. And uh, I learned from those individuals. And with that, uh, you know, I, I got all the tools that I needed to start my own company. And again, I had been dispatching for a couple of years. Mm -hmm. um, so I knew the fundamentals. It was more so what were the nuanced things I needed to learn to do it as an entrepreneur. And uh, once I got those, you know, I, I was backed by the industry. A lot of people supported me and uh, it was time to, you know, launch. So that's how Atlanta Dispatch got started. That's fascinating. And it's so you know, it's so great to hear um, that this community really rallied around you, which is what one of the things I tell all my friends, you know, who don't work in in trucking and logistics, um, just how supportive this community really is. Um, and so I think the fact that they were able to support you on your journey, I, I, I think you speak a lot for so many uh, right now in the industry who are really sort of flexing their entrepreneurial muscle, so to speak. I, I agree with you. I think for so many people, for so many reasons, the pandemic supercharged that. And we're seeing this sort of new wave of partially tech entrepreneurs, partially just, you know, maybe more old school type entrepreneurs in the trucking, transportation and logistics space than certainly, you know, than I've ever seen before. And I grew up in the industry. So it's, it's a really interesting time, I think, with that combination of entrepreneurship and trucking transportation. Agree. I agree with you there, man. And I think that the beauty in it is that uh, people are willing to collaborate now. You know, I don't know if it was the pandemic or just, you know, our, our, our culture is getting away from a mindset of scarcity. But now, people are a lot more willing to build that relationship with you and show you how to do it versus, uh, you know, keeping those walls up. So I'm just very grateful to have entered the industry uh, when I did. And I think that's something that's also relatively new, especially in the dispatching part of the industry. Mm -hmm. Of course, dispatchers always had to build and maintain those relationships, uh, you know, in order to succeed in, in that particular field. But it was... Uh, very, how do I say this? It was it was more siloed. You know, there wasn't a whole lot of collaboration amongst dispatchers, and there was a lot of distrust, I think, with a lot of the drivers and dispatch. So the fact that I think those walls are starting to come down, I think the fact that um, there are dispatchers like yourself that really do care about those relationships and care about those drivers. I mean, you know, just at the onset of this interview, you mentioned the drivers you worked with multiple times and, you know, how professional they are and testament to their hard work. And I think that mentality in dispatch, thankfully, is really starting to change. Um, and I think that's going to have really, really interesting um, positive developments for the economy moving forward. Agreed. Yeah, you know, uh, you know, being as how I learned in a corporate environment, uh, I, I was in a spot where transparency was everything in the first place. You know, there was no secrets. Um, you know, if I booked a load, the driver understood that I was putting their interests first, uh, their safety first. And, uh, you know, we had our goals. We needed to hit a, a certain bottom line. Uh, but as long as we, we, we kept the safety of the driver first, everything flows smoothly from there. 
So taking that, you know, that premise, you know, that mindset and applying it to independent drivers, uh, you know, owner operators, uh, it was it was a no brainer. You know, I wanted to make sure just everything was transparent and, uh, you know, they that everyone knew what was going on. Even to this day, my biggest uh, task is educating people, you know, making sure that, uh, you know, that people don't feel as though there's uh, anything that's trying to, like any quick plays. No, we're here to do a job, be very, very professional while we do it. Um, and especially in light of the FMCSA, excuse me, the FMCSA, uh, coming with the ruling in November regarding, you know, how dispatch companies can operate. And I think it's very, very important to uh, do as much uh, dialogue now as, as you really can, you know, and I take every opportunity that I can to talk about, you know, just dispatching the services, the transparency that uh, the professional dispatchers are out here using. And, and I think as a whole, we're seeing a lot um, drivers dispatch Many in the industry really are starting to show the world, the, certainly the, the U.S. economy, um, that this is profession. The, 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 these are professional people in professional careers and should be treated as such. I am curious, though, um, for the owner-operators, the clients of Atlanta Dispatch, about how large is the average fleet that you deal with? Is it is it mostly um, just like single um single truck owner operators are there a couple of small fleets in there what, what what's the size you usually deal with uh if i had to average it i'll say per mc there are two units okay um but you know it just depends on where you want to be in the market you know there are those owner operators that only have their own you know just one truck show uh which is very nice uh you know or you know as a dispatch agency you can focus more on the fleets that have you know five six ten units it just depends on when your your you feel like your skill sets are and how strong your relationships are with the freight opportunities because the dispatch agency is really um you know i'm not it's kind of as good as their proximity of good freight consistent freight um so you know it just depends on where your strengths lie uh, I technically like more of the, uh, you know, the four to five, and I'll advertise more to the five to 10 truck carrier uh, just to leverage my network. So, yeah, it just depends on where you are. But mine, my average right now is about two trucks per MC. Awesome. And what are you seeing in the market right now? Like, because I know there's a lot of news um, we know about the inflation numbers. There's a lot of, I would say, conflicting reports about what the holiday shopping season is going to look like. Obviously, we don't know it until we're there, but, but mm -hmm. dispatch and trucking is going to be at the forefront of it, and, and they'll be able to know before everybody else. So what are you seeing in the market right now? Okay, so I use a lot of relationships. Right. So the relationships that I've garnered and, you know, poured into over the last couple of years, those are pretty much the sources where I get the majority of my freight. So my rates have been more insulated. You know, they haven't changed too much, um, but I do have the opportunity to host a weekly, uh, you know, taping podcast with 
Freightway sonar team. And, you know, each time we're talking about the market and the places where you should position your trucks to take advantage of opportunities. And a consistent question I ask is, or a lane that I look at is Atlanta to Philadelphia on the drive in. And I'll say that, you know, for Q1, uh, it was probably closer to about 380 a mile, something, something great. And, you know, since then, it's probably declined about 20%. So, you know, it's so in Q2 and going into the towards the end of Q3, uh, it's definitely declined uh, a good amount. But what do I see as far as, uh, you know, the holiday season? I think that we're going to experience some some uh, higher rates, and I'm excited about those higher rates for the owner operators and small fleet owners who have been impacted by the uh, the higher fuel costs. Um, you know, earlier in the year, that was the biggest that was the biggest thing that I noticed with my carriers was just the fact that although the rates that I was even getting through my relationships were astronomically higher than what was ab- advertised on the excuse me, on the load boards, uh, fuel was still, you know, cutting in a huge percentage of their margin. So, uh, you know, it, it just, we're in a spot where we're going to say, well, the rates might not be terrible, but just the fact that costs are up, um, you know, are they going to re- really be able to see the margin that they need to see? Yeah, uh, well said and seriously. And I remember that too, when, when, the fuel prices first really jumped. I mean, we were hearing stories about uh, these owner operators that had to take out working capital loans just to buy fuel. I mean, you talk about the the mark of a disaster right there. So it's good that things are starting to, to look a little bit better, look a little bit more stable. You mentioned earlier about how important it is to you to educate um, to advise, you mentioned your your um, spot with freight waves, but you also have a book coming out soon. I do, I do. Thank you. Yeah, I have a book coming out just because you know traditionally, or well, once I understood that dispatching was something that can be done as an entrepreneur. You know, it's kind of like you you see a car, you bought that car, and now you see that car everywhere. You yeah, know yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So it was that. It was just like oh. Yeah, that's a dispatcher. That's a dispatcher. And then you see uh, some of these dispatchers, they have courses. Um, So for interested parties who want to become dispatchers, they have a course. And, uh, you know, some of those courses were like a a weekend thing, maybe four hours on a Saturday. And, you know, I've attended many of these courses. And just because I had dispatched already for a couple of years, um, you know, I realized I was like, man, my learning curve took me a long time to get all the, you know, all the things that had to happen and when they needed to happen. And, uh, you know, I was fortunate enough to learn, you know, with the corporation so I could absorb, you know, I could get this over time. I realized that maybe those four hour interval training classes, uh, you know, some of those fundamentals might not be able to get discussed at the length in which, uh-huh. you know, you know, you might want to be able to discuss those. So, you know, this book right here is uh, more so something to have in advance of taking a course, you know, that way you have the fundamentals on lock. And now when you are speaking or you're, 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 you're in one of those courses, 
uh, you can get very, very granular on techniques and how to do something versus, you know, drinking from the, the, the fire hydrant, which is uh, dispatching and, you know, the FMCSA's regulations and all the things that come with it. It's just a lot. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, insurance, you know, you can't, it's just, it's just so yeah. much. <laughs> I, I know. I know. That's a big one. I, I mean, and I was actually um, earlier this week, I was at I was at a conference and yeah, just like talk all the issues that that they talk about from the rising costs, the little, you know, you, you think it's a little thing, but it's not. It has these massive impacts. Yeah, it's it's wild. And that's why it's it's awesome that you that that you're working on that to really have that information in one single place that people can access as they need it it's it's a fantastic thing yes sir yeah i'm, I'm really excited about it and uh you know prayerfully uh you know that ruling for the fmcsa in november is really going to determine a lot um but the book the manuscript i mean the book is going to be there uh in q4 so uh, preferably, it can help a lot of people, and people still see independent dispatching as a, you know, as a, a good opportunity after that ruling. Outstanding. Um, somebody wants to get in touch with you, watch your podcast, uh, work with Land Dispatch. How do they go about doing that? All oh, right, right, right. So uh, to listen to the podcast, it's streaming on Spotify, Apple, all all streaming platforms really. Um, so it's transportation and logistics very straightforward. I want it to be very Googleable. Okay. And if you wanted to go directly to uh, the website, it's transportationandlogistics.club, spelled all the way out, transportationandlogistics.club. You can follow us on Instagram, transportationandlogistics, and uh, even TikTok, transportation.logistics. As far as Atlanta Dispatch, that's atlantadispatch.org. And uh, yeah, Atlanta Dispatch on on social. So uh, we're here, brother. Thank you so much again for having me on. Absolutely. Thank you. Thank you for hopping on. Really informative, um, really interesting stuff. And uh, again, I think just being in that entrepreneurial mindset, seeing some of the changes to dispatching, it's it's important. And it's important that people understand what's going on in the industry. So so thank you for taking the time and, and talking to us today. Uh, definitely i'm here i'm here and you know thank you if you guys like the content you see please subscribe and we'll see you next time on stream